Some digital projects create millions in enterprise value, while others struggle to make any tangible impact. A recent Accenture research shows that only 13% of digital transformations ever delivered their targeted value. So what makes high-impact projects so different? Over the last decade, I've seen endless examples of both scaling and struggling digital transformations in PE portfolio companies. So here's what I learned about digital projects that deliver great value. So let's take a step back. Most private equity portfolio companies have what they call a value creation plan. These are the set of initiatives that the executive team and the PE sponsors believe will result in significant growth in enterprise value. Value creation plans are driven by the board and have a short set of initiatives with very clear value targets. For example, companies commit to delivering, say, $10 million in EBITDA or free cash flow from better sales effectiveness, then $5 million from a new e-commerce initiative, yet another $10 million from reduced SGNA, and so on. The magic of these value creation plans is that they are often managed with the same accountability and rigor as normal business operations. Just as the head of sales is accountable for delivering their revenue forecast and the head of manufacturing for their on-time delivery metrics, the company holds the leaders of key change initiatives accountable for delivering their own EBITDA targets. If your project is supposed to deliver $2 million in savings, that will be assessed and measured. Many organizations even set up a value creation office or value management office reporting to the CEO or CFO for the purpose of managing the value creation plans. Value creation results are then reported monthly or quarterly, and budgets and resources are allocated to the best performing projects from a value perspective. Initiatives that fail to deliver to the value targets may be stopped. So going back to the original question, what makes high-impact digital projects different from science experiments? It all has to do with the value creation plans and value management offices. I believe there are top, these are the top three actions you can all take to make your digital projects higher value. The first best practice is to set a minimum and maximum value goal for each project. It is best to develop a top-down and bottoms-up value target for digital transformation projects. The top-down value targets tend to be based on results from similar projects in the industry or within the company. The bottoms-up targets are based on the actual processes to be digitized or automated and includes a list of potential use cases ranked by value impact. Comparing the two lists gives you a good balanced target. It is not uncommon to see a 2 to 3x difference between the aspirations of the top-down plan and the realities of the bottoms-up analysis. Once you have the project values, make sure they meet minimum criteria. For example, all projects should have, let's say, a minimum $500,000 EBITDA impact. The second best practice is to include your project in the value creation plan. Once the value is clear, make sure the project is part of the company's value creation plan, either as a top program 
or supporting another initiative. Don't be afraid to ask the CEO the question, what is the minimum EBITDA we have to deliver to be on the value creation plan? And set that as the minimum value goal. If your project falls below the target, you may need to need broader scope. It is best practice to limit the number of initiatives in value creation plans to those that provide oversized returns. Most companies are better off with two dozen change initiatives than a chaos of hundreds of them. Being in the value creation plan will ensure that the right resources are freed up for the project and executive support is a given. And the third best practice is to establish ongoing value governance. More and more organizations set up value management or value creation offices. We'll call them VMOs. In the private equity portfolios, these VMOs tend to report to the CEO or CFO. A VMO can provide the rigor and accountability of the CFO function to assess and measure the value creation results of various initiatives. At the CFO level, cross-functional trade-offs can be made let's say, between an underperforming initiative in supply chain and relocating the budgets and resources to an e-commerce initiative or automation initiative or some other program. The key role of the VMO is to manage a set of initiatives with the same rigor that you would manage your core operations and have the power and the resources to course correct as needed. In my experience, Value-oriented planning and governance would fix the majority of underperforming digital projects. There is more than enough improvement opportunities in any business and plenty of digital technologies out there. So let's be smart about them and use them to the maximum value creation. Talk soon.